I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's not like using email in order to vote. Internet voting, for the most part, requires a voter to log into a system and then to register their vote into that system. They will be able to vote multiple times, but it's their last vote that will finally be counted, right? This is very important because one of the things that we foresee is that there will be the possibility of someone being coerced to vote. Because remember, internet voting happens in the privacy of the voter's home or, at the very least, away from any official observers. So there has to be some sort of security measure that allows a person to vote, even if under coercion, to still correct that vote. That was Kamalak spokesman James Jimenez explaining one of the safeguards of internet voting, which it wants to roll out to OFWs by 2025. Can you picture skipping the lines and choosing your next president from the comfort of your living room? Interesting, right? But more importantly, can blockchain-enabled voting really stamp out fraud? I'm Regina Lay, Puma Podcast. In this episode of Teka Teka, we'll take a closer look at the hype behind blockchain voting. In September 2021, as the Philippines was emerging from yet another lockdown, the Comelec began running mock trials on internet voting. Three companies pitched their services, Votes, an American startup, by the way, that's spelled V-O-A-T-Z, Smartmatic, which most Filipinos are already familiar with, and Indra Sistemas, a tech firm headquartered in Spain. They all had different processes. For instance, Votes and Indra required the user to upload selfies to authenticate their identity, while Smartmatic did not. But one thing they had in common was they all relied on some form of distributed ledger technology, of which blockchain is just one type. It's called blockchain because it stores data in blocks that are chained together. Now, the power of blockchain is that it's decentralized, meaning control is distributed across a network. Listen to how Jesse Andrews, the business development head at Votes, describes it. So what you get here is no longer just a single database from the vendor. You can have the election commission hosting a node or a server to validate and check the information, the math behind these votes being added to the chain, added to the tally. You have votes and we can add auditors, which serve honestly like observers in an actual election. But instead of seeing one room or one audit, one visual feed of the count, you can actually audit and observe all the transactions and the math behind the tally and the votes uh, being aggregated. So it's no longer as a voter, you have to just trust the vendor or you have to just trust the election commission. We're trying to make it more transparent around. Are you still with me? Okay, let's try looking at it from the user's point of view. Here's Nimit Sawney, the co-founder and CEO of Votes. Imagine a paper ballot in your head. You know, a paper ballot has oval circles or squares where you, you know, fill them. 
with your pen or pencil when you go mark in person or on a machine. What this system does is it records each one of those as an individual transaction on the blockchain. So let's say you mark four ovals on a ballot. It will record those as four separate transactions. Those are anonymous transactions. Those are what we call as immutable transactions. Immutable means once a transaction is recorded, it's practically tamper-proof. Also, that anonymity feature is important, with voters able to send in their forms without revealing their identity. That's big because, remember, the Comelec database has been hacked before. That's not to say it's a perfect solution, though. In February 2020, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, or MIT, published a report identifying multiple vulnerabilities in Votes' platform. But Comelec spokesman James Jimenez brushed this off, saying, that's just the nature of new technology. If you remember, in 2016, there was a hacker's convention that showed that all sorts of voting machines that were being used in America at the time were ultimately vulnerable to hacking. And yet, in 2020, industry experts all agreed that the same technologies that were shown to be vulnerable back in 2016 had actually improved to the point that experts are now saying that 2020 was the most secure elections in the U.S. The point being that once a vulnerability is exposed in this industry, people waste no time patching those vulnerabilities. In theory, experts agree the biggest benefits of blockchain voting involve accessibility, transparency, and security. But I asked James the million peso question. Can it stamp out rampant vote buying in the Philippines? When it comes to vote buying, remember what's being hacked there is not the election system, but the voter. So I don't think that even a system like internet voting will ultimately be useful against vote buying. As far as electoral fraud is concerned, well, since 2010, we haven't had a single instance of electoral fraud. What about the problem of dead people voting? But the problem with dead people being said to vote is really about the cleanliness of the voters list. And we are working on that as a separate issue. Will it help? Well, yeah, of course it will help. <laughs> but that's not the main thing about it. The Comelec wants to roll out internet voting to OFWs by 2025 because the number of people participating in overseas voting remains dismal. For the 2022 national polls, for example, only about 1.6 million signed up out of an estimated eligible population of between 7 to 10 million. Many say they just can't be bothered taking time out of work to line up at the embassy. The Parish Pastoral Council for Responsible Voting has thrown its support behind the new technology, but says there are still many hurdles ahead. Here's PPCRV Director Dr. William Emmanuel Yu. There are some locations, particularly in certain countries such as China and Iran, where the internet voting facility may actually be blocked, which requires the use of additional technology just to allow the voter to vote. So there are some accessibility challenges as well with internet voting. And there are some considerations that we also have to put in place. Are we doing a one-and-done voting process where you can only vote once and you cannot replace your vote? Or do we do the Estonia style? You can vote as many times as you like, but only the last vote is counted. So these considerations must be factored in as well. But first, Congress has to make internet voting a law. So Comelec is aiming to submit its recommendations to lawmakers by this year. 
But for all of the benefits of blockchain-enabled voting, it isn't yet clear if we'll get there soon. Well, let me just point out that even now, in the middle of Makati, your signal can drop. I get lots of drop calls, even in the middle of the metropolis. Infrastructurally, we are probably not ready for that locally. Whether or not we can transition to a local implementation of overseas voting is a question we will leave for the future. Again, I'm Regina Lay. This episode was edited by Presh Capistrano. Follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.